Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coming up on today's edition of the Chase Thomas Podcast, sports reporters, we have indeed reassembled. It's Sunday. So, Andrew Hammond of AL.com and The Daily Beast, Robert Silverman, are back to talk about the Jets on Hard Knocks, Scoot versus Wimby, Chet Holmgren looking great in summer league. Why the Thunder are going to be scary sooner rather than later. And then Doc and Doris uh, replacing potentially Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson on uh, ESPN's NBA big game telecast. And then our picks of the week. All that and more coming up next. Hey, y'all. Thanks for checking out the Chase Homes podcast. If you are not already a subscriber and this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Appreciate you guys checking out uh, what we've got cooking here on the program. Um, if you enjoy what you hear today, please make sure you hit that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. New episode, new content every single day. Tennessee Vols, Atlanta sports guys, sports reporters assemble, NFL, NBA, college football, all that and more right here on this feed each and every day. Your favorite writers, analysts, personalities in the space on this very feed every day. So if you like that, you like the best national sports talk with a local flavor outside of here in Knoxville, Tennessee, then this is the show for you. So make sure you're locked in on your preferred podcast player. And if you're already a subscriber, you know what I'm about to say, but if you could please leave this show, a five-star rating and write a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify, or however you're listening, I promise you it helps this show continue to grow, helps other people find the show and all that good stuff. So if you could take a second today and you're already a fan you love the show tell a friend family member co-worker whoever about the chase Homes podcast as we get bigger and bigger each and every day here in tennessee i would greatly appreciate it five star review or five star rating write a review i promise it helps in a major way takes a second hit that pause button take care of its day and uh yeah we greatly appreciate it Hey, one final thing before we jump into today's episode. Uh, 
Sports Renaissance Man. That's me, sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. It is a daily newsletter um, where I cover all kinds of uh, great sports content, personal essays, uh, links to full episodes of this very show, um, Tennessee Vols, Atlanta sports, NFL, NBA, college football. I write about it all. Boy Meets World. Yeah, you can find all of it on the Sports Renaissance Man newsletter by just going over to sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. Type in your email today. Become a subscriber. If you like listening to this show, I think you might like reading my work as well. Combination, writing, podcasting, two of my favorite things. And you can find it over at sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. Check it out today. Also check out chasemonspodcast.com. New website. Looks great. All kinds of great links. Check them both out. Bookmark them. Sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. Type your email. That easy. That simple. Do it today. And then chasethomaspodcast.com as well for all the links, full episode notes um, about the show, how we got started, who I am, if you're not familiar with the Chase Thomas Podcast, and just me, Chase Thomas, um, outside of here in Knoxville, Tennessee, local Atlantan, um, and all that good stuff. All the information you need, chasethomaspodcast.com. Then email me, chasethomaspodcast at gmail.com for any questions, mailbag stuff, anything for me or my hosts each and every week, co-hosts each and every week, chasethomaspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, My nephew needs me to record. See, I hate, I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, and welcome back to, oh my goodness, I can't believe I was able to pull that off, to another edition of the Chase Thomas Podcast, where I am still the aforementioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee, Everything School HQ. It is indeed a time for sports reporters to assemble, which means the Daily Beast, Robert Silverman, up there in New York City, pulling off the Pat McAfee look. He is as cool as ever, because uh, the AC is great, and it's not that hot this summer. Things are fine. Uh, Bobby is loving, loving the the heat. He he's loving it. Bob, how are I'm, you? I'm marinating right now. <laughs> I am, I am getting, I am being uh, sous vide slowly. You're very but close to Kramer world. when he starts uh, marinating himself as a chicken, um, yeah. or, a prog- or a turkey. Was it a turkey that he was progressively turning into when he was baking on the top of his roof and was putting butter on himself? Is it uh, a turkey? It, I think that was the Kenny Rogers Roasters bit. No, those are two different ones. I thought it was the Roasters okay. too, but it's the one where Newman starts looking at him because he st- he like falls into a bunch of kitchen equipment and then he falls into like some um so uh some uh, flour and it's just and Newman just wants to take a bite of yeah I think it they were two different ones but I do think something I think he gets addicted to eating the chicken the is the other Andrew, one Andrew is like. Exceedingly bored by this deep perusal. I'm not, of I'm not exceedingly bored. I'm going into like my my Seinfeld Rolodex of uh, of of just okay. What episode was that? What episode was that? Yeah, Seinfeld Arrested Development. Increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. Um, I'm trying to think if there Curb. Anything where I could probably I. And always sunny in Philadelphia where like I know just about 
every episode. I think those are the big shame, I can probably name what year an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives was. See? Oh, yeah. God. We all have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, and we you, don't. No, we do not. Also, no, Andrew Hammond of, AL, of AL.com this, this is here. This is a me and, and Robbie Calland and mm. Bill DeFilippo have this horribly yeah, cursed I'm, skill. I, look, I love you guys, yeah. but that is a cry for help. As it, for example, we were discussing an episode where there's this dentist who gives up dentistry to make a, an Asian fusion joint, and we were as talking, one does, yeah. And we were ta- and and I was able to, off the top of my head, say, "Oh right, the curry katsu ramen is what he makes next." <laughs> what is an Asian fusion restaurant? What does that even mean? What is that? What it is means, fusion? It it means he's pulling from a lot of different Asian countries to make uh, food. It's not just Chinese or Korean or Japanese. It's, he can't make a decision that, for himself. Yeah, who wants that? I want to go to a Chinese uh, restaurant or I want to go to a Japanese steak. Like to I, be I, fair, I yeah. To be fair, those are like nine times out of ten, you're hitting a single or a double in those places in terms of just quality. I forget where this restaurant is located. I don't have that kind of recall for diners drive-ins and dies episodes but it was in a sort of out of the way place where i'm gonna guess they don't have a wide variety of different asian specific restaurants so a mm-hmm. place that serves ramen and sushi and topeka you know <laughs> yeah and a teriyaki hey topeka kansas isn't that terrible right so it's no Wichita. I, they're filling a need in the market, is what I'm guessing. There, I, I really can't say for sure. But in any case, yes, if you if you show me a segment from Triple D, I can probably with reasonable he accuracy. Admit, he gives say, it abbreviations. Yeah, oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm like that with games, and and I could if you like gave me like a certain slate of what time a certain game was, I could tell you probably the network, what, not week, but I could tell you what was probably else on the schedule that week. It's kind of scary, but diners, divings and drives or close (laughs) triple D. (laughs) Thank Mm -hmm. you. You know why he started calling it triple D not to get deep into Guy Fieri lore is because Guy Fieri himself had difficulty. The opening segment when he would, when he's driving in the Corvette, (laughs) And that's the, the, the opening credits. He goes, that's all right here, right now, on diners, drive-ins, and dives. And he had trouble getting it out. As, mm. one, as, as one does, and I'm not it's even a like, being sarcastic. <laughs> no, it's not an easy alliterative phrase. Right. So at a certain point during the show's run, he just decided to say, that's all right here, right now, on Triple D. <laughs> which puts a button on the opening credits a little bit better and it is harder to land diners drive-ins and dives while driving a corvette down the road the problem is no one knows what triple d is if they're first time watching like you can't do that right away because they're like what is it triple d shows the, there's illustration of a big okay. sign saying diners drive-ins and dives. i think it's are they still fine. making and new Guy episodes Fieri, of that or no yes okay yes there is an unending stream of new of new episodes. That show ha- can't be that expensive. To How produce. long has it been on? How many years uh, are you looking at here? Forever. Two thousand seven was the first Ooh, season. God. It might have been two thousand six. It was right after Guy Fieri won, um, not Top Chef, but like America's Next Great. It was a Food Network version of Top Chef that hmm. they had. America's Next Food Superstar or something that I forget. Yeah. Uh, he won, and they were looking for then a vehicle to have him be there. 
There were a couple of like grilling with guy type shows that they tried, but guy, but uh, Triple T was the one that really landed. Yeah, that show has been running now for. They have said they tried a few years. like yeah. spinoff shows. There's, and I will say this as a serious hardcore look: if there is if there is no game or movie streaming that I want to watch on a Friday or Saturday night, and I happen to be home, I know in my heart that the Food Network is airing a Triple D marathon. Starting at 7 p.m. until, you know, 4 in the morning, if that's your bag. And mm. I can just settle in and watch. It's comfort food. It's delightful. For the and eyes. It, yeah. Um, Triple D, in any case, yeah. They, they uh, Anyway, as someone who's watched way too many Triple D episodes, uh, I can say with the fact that I'm sick and tired of Guy Fieri trying to make his son Hunter happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, just <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I I I didn't know that. You know what? Nearly seven minutes into the show, we are going on just a a Guy Fieri just a dissertation of uh-huh. the beginning. This of the is show. one of the things that I could do a TED talk on. You know the meme <laughs> the about what? Could you... But what's the theme if of the you TED talk? To do a twenty-minute yeah. TED talk unpacking the history of and aesthetic qualities therein of triple d yeah i could do that i feel like you're and gonna I'm be really sad when it ends he ended up like yeah oh by the way yeah fuck his son that's stop what trying to make hunter, stop trying to make hunter biden happen it's not gonna happen hunter biden he is the hunter, hunter fieri hunter fieri sorry <laughs> i was gonna say what what is going on Oh, I can't, I'm canceling yeah. all the hunters at this point. Everyone named Hunter is even is there Sean a good hunter? hunter? Who's no, a good for hunter? People with the first name Hunter. Yeah, who's oh. a good one? Is there a good example? Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson's are still cool. Yeah. Yes, that's fine. If, if, if you're an enemy, if he if you are an advocate of the Dare program, sure. Or or if you're an editor who doesn't like creative freedom. Look, Triple D often. Guy Fieri has brought on some very obscure sports stars to show up and taste various foods. In the Who? Peekaboo Park. Street? Um, um, Tony no. Hawk? Tony Bradshaw? John Gruden? Terry Bradshaw? Is Tony, Tony Bradshaw evil twin? Terry Bradshaw? Terry Bradshaw? Guy, yeah. uh, I was like, John, who's Tony Bradshaw? John, I watched John Gruden <laughs> sample um, Cuban cuisine in a Miami joint. Which is, which is I never mind. Not even never go mind. There. Don't nope, go in there. Nope, Don't, nope, nope. nope. I'm gonna close Rich, that door. Rich Aurelia has made appearances. Okay, for all that's of a name. You. Yeah, fans. remembering <laughs> some guys. Yeah, he brings on a whole collection of guy remembering level sports stars to yeah. come sample various foods. But his most frequent guest star is his son Hunter, and he has all the charm of a boiled potato. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. Sorry, not sorry. The Nick Hogan of, uh. Wow. Sure. The Steve Belichick. Triple D. Okay, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you leave Keith from Righteous Gemstones alone? Yeah, Keith, Keith from great. Righteous Gemstones. Is, I, I, I'm so concerned about his future. Plays him. I love him with all the By the way, he's, 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 so got, he's, got, he's got to play Steve Belichick in the uh, Yes, he does. In the, in in the, the movie. In the Belichick biopic, which is like, yes. just the most dreary movie I could ever imagine. God, can you imagine a Belichick biopic? Like, yeah, we don't need just, that. Is yeah. it just a Hans Zimmer? 
I'm soundtrack. Sure, I'm, I'm of sure just ESPN despair. has. I'm, NFL Films has done the. the they have. The I mean, they've done like, the football life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done I'm the football sure. life, but yeah, no. Maybe I will say the Saban Belichick, Belichick uh, documentary was good. I like the two of them. I would listen to those two talk and like the Belichick um, Parcells one was pretty mm, solid. Yeah, that was also. good. That was I enjoyed good. that. I, I love the Saban Belichick HBO uh, Belichick's having a moment. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about him? Bill Belichick? Pretty what? good. Have you heard? Bill <laughs> Belichick is having a moment. Have you heard it? Are you talking? Have you heard the news? No, uh, I just talked. I just love how uh, Nick Saban at his daughter's wedding is giving a speech. I don't know, please hope you guys have seen this video. I have. <clears throat> but yeah, he's basically giving this speech, but if you took the words from it and you just read them like read them off a sheet or off a screen mm. you would think he's talking about like a recruit mm. like the man just he's, he talked about his daughter's <laughs> grit and spirit and mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? Did no, he it was, a, it was 40 actually, time? It was actually a very hard. It was actually a very heartfelt. Like has Saban made his daughter was... do the Oklahoma drills? <laughs> <laughs> but but just him him saying it, and I'm like, this man. It it's very hard to get him mode. out of coach mode. He's got mode. one mode, and That's it is all he and, knows. And it is possibly the most endearing yet scary thing in the world that he just has one mode. Mm. Like uh, so, at SEC Media Days, he was talking about. I guess somebody were you his... sickos watching SEC Media Days? I, I was not, there. No. I yeah, was, I was say there. Bob. Bob. Oh, that's right. This is your job. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Wow. Hey, wow. Bob. Sorry. Wow. Was, wow. Was was wow. one sicko watching wow. SEC wow. Media Days? One sicko was. Yes. Okay. Apologies uh, rescinded. Yeah, it's fine. Let's cut it's that fine. out. It's fine. It's fine. That. Um, that we can, I, you know we can fix that you know, in post. You know it's fine. Here, here's not, the thing. Here's the. I'm rooting Bob for the wants heat to give now. me homework every week on this show. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Heat now, mm-hmm. and not the Miami Heat. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Here, here's my dad joke of the week. Oh, Ready? God. Yes. <laughs> Andrew. Yes. What did Vladimir say to Estragon? I don't know. It's not the Heat. It's the futility. I don't get that one. It's a waiting for Godot joke. It's oh. not really a dad joke. It's just a dork. Joke. Anyway, we're moving on. Moving He's on. Saying burn, much like, not m- boo. M- much like the Mets, that joke stinks. They do stink. I, I accepted this months ago. I don't know what you guys are keep trying. You you cannot own me over that. <laughs> I'm not trying to own you. That's I'm not trying to own Andrew. you over it either. They're awful. Francisco Alvarez is my beloved and talented son. Did they the win last night? Gravy. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. God. No, they got. Gacked. I was just. I was just wondering. Jeez. Gacked by some Boston slugger I'd never even heard of. Mm. Kaya Stremski. No, 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 no. We're not parking our car in Harvard Yard here. It was some, oh, sorry. I don't know. Some. Some. I, I, I just saw Scherzer slugger. was starting, and I was like, "Oh, okay. That actually might no, be a he's halfway up, decent game to watch." Scherzer, and we're not even in August yet, has already given up 20 home runs. He's. It's a bit of a problem. He wants out. He's tanking no, to get out. I don't think that's the case. I think he's just lost a few miles off his fastball and his slider isn't as good. And so when he misses, it gets hammered. It's... Well, you, this you actually, we were be... talking about documentaries and uh, insight into teams, players, coaches. I'm curious, Bob, yeah. with Hard Knocks making the Jets 
come on their program. Are you going to watch the beginning and end? Are you intrigued at all by Jets and the Hard Knocks? No. No? No. Why? I who, I don't care about Hard Knocks. I don't care about... Mm. Look, I... Uh, my 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 uh, my red pilled quarterback is it's going to be a struggle all year anyway. I don't need extra content featuring insights into, into his his mind palace. That's really not necessary. It's Hard Knocks has not been relevant. When was the last time any of you cared about a Hard Knocks episode? Last year was good. I like the Lions one. Was that last year at Campbell? No, I watched yeah, every year. I thought it was the Cardinals last year. They did the mid-season one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know there was a mid-season yeah. one. So, so the Colts did the first mid-season one. Mm. The Cardinals did last year's mid-season one. But I like the Lions. Every time yeah. they've done one of those, they're two for two on the. Hey, so we're catching this team. It's like walking into a house and setting up shop. When clearly things are not going well at all, it's like, yeah, it's not great. People and got really upset about like I saw online about them not showing like guys getting released, and I'm like, I don't need to see that. I never well, understood why people the, wanted to see the that. Guys, the, the, the guys getting released thing knocks, is old. The, yeah. the, the, the hard knocks had some novelty when it premiered. When was it? It was like 2000 something, late 2000s. Yeah. It was a long time ago. I know. They, yeah. I know. The early 2000s. Early 2000s. I know the one time I early 2000s. Right. Yeah. The one time I actually remember anything. The only time I, the only thing from hard knocks I remember is Rex Ryan saying, let's go get a snack. That's the only thing. And hmm. it's just, I don't. Yeah, it's not for you. Human interest stories are interesting, and you know, it's lost the novel for the Turk. It's it's sort of been done. There really are. It's a formula, and they're only stories you could tell. Says the man who can identify the most one of the most formulaic shows on television: Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, and Triple still D. considers to consume them. But I guess you know. Look, there are people who enjoy that. It's fine. No, I'm not caring. I don't need more Jets content. Thank you. Bob's good. I'm good. Pop's good on the the Jets it's content. It's fine. Look, I'm gonna watch it because th- there is a novelty and there is still a thing about Hard Knocks when it comes to seeing the storylines that are on the field, whether they be big or small. You see them play out, you know, in camp, whether it's a week or two or a week and a half delayed. Um, so last year it was different because you had a team that was young. They were trying to prove themselves. And you, see, you saw a lot of guys that genuinely cared, genuinely wanted to make this team as competitive and as, you know, focused on reaching whatever goal it was which was relevancy make the playoffs almost did it and it it honestly it helped set a tone for people to be interested in the lions for you know more than three to four weeks and then the subsequent thanksgiving game a season uh i think what the jets are gonna have some of the same intrigue but it's not about a team that is trying to be relevant and trying to make the playoffs. It's a team that wants to go to the Super Bowl. You have arguably 
top five, top ten quarterback in NFL history. But there is the social aspect. There's the last two years of whatever that was. Um, So you've got all of these different things, and you pair it with a team that is weirdly enough trying to consider themselves a Super Bowl contender, which at least win your damn division first. Jeez. Um, so there's a lot the Bills of are going to win the aspects. division. It's okay. The Bills are I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't think I that's think a guarantee. I think the Bills will too. I'm just looking at this whole thing with the Jets and I'm just like, uh, what? Well, all of a sudden, they get Aaron Rodgers, and all of a sudden, they are a Super Bowl contender. No, no, no. Hey, I think they're in the conversation. I think the problem is if they're they're in the AFC. Like if the Jets were in the NFC, if they're in the NFC East right now, I would very much sure be easy to talk. Division that was bad, as opposed to one that is well, not even just division. I'm saying conference. Like you have Burrow, you have Mahomes, Mahomes. you have Herbert, you just have Trevor Lawrence. Now you just have a lot of. A lot of if stuff you, in your path. You, Look, if if Aaron Rodgers has a bounce back year, they will probably make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's 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 not something you've seen that in almost for, twenty years. Uh, twenty twenty ten. Thanks. Yeah, thirteen. Um, it's fine. It's the longest drought in the NFL, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Longest drought in the NFL. Jeez. Longest playoff drought? I'm pretty yeah. sure it is, yeah. Which is which is kind of wild saying, but at the same time, you know, every maybe, what, three or four years you have, oh, this team and this team made the playoffs. Like three teams yeah, that so made many the playoffs in like five or six years will make the playoffs, and then when we don't they, see them when for When did they the expand the to the current format? 20... Two years ago? No. 2019? It hasn't been that long, has it? Are you talking about the additional was, wild cards? I, yeah. No, I think this was like two years ago. Was it Maybe. a COVID thing? No. Yeah, it was very Jamie? recent. I think, Jamie? yeah, no, 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 no. I think it was, it was supposed to be 21, but then it was they 2020. Just moved, yeah, they basically just moved it up. Yeah. Um, because it was supposed to be 2021, but then they were like, um. So it well, definitely started in 2021 because the playoffs started in like the January. So yeah, I was going to say yeah. it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And they're All eventually probably going to expand the, more. The COVID season basically, like, they were just like, screw it. Let's just do this now. Yeah. Um, look, I think I think Hard Knocks is going to be fine. Um, you get to develop fun personalities out of it. I think the whole Zach Wilson thing is going to be hilarious because the man was supupposed to be the guy last year and now yeah, all of a sudden now, now he's 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 learning he's studying his he's craft. he's learning but he's watching all of the all of the receivers and all of the skill guys i basically just the, like the plan you know, aaron rodgers walks in like what did i miss like he's freaking thomas jefferson the plan is to let throw rogan uh, go as hard as he can for two years, and then hopefully, maybe Zach Wilson might be ready to uh, take over the job. I don't know if that's true. It, I don't been, know if it's going to be two years. It's. I think, well, I think he said this week that he said he owes it to the Jets to do more yeah. than a year. Yeah, like it's not going to be a rental. It's not going to be a Favre situation. Like he genuinely no, wants to. I do think. This. I think. I think Rogers is legitimately 
because of all of his own reasons, still harboring a grudge against the Packers for all the perceived slights that he's accumulated. Hold on, a former and... quarterback harboring a harboring beef against the Packers? Yeah, I know. Go figure. But uh, I think he's going to have an. I think he'll have a good. I do think he will have a bounce back year this year. Whether he can do that till he's forty-one, uh, I, I realize that athletes are able to extend their careers, especially at the quarterback position, longer than they ever have. But that it would still be an outlier if he's able to give the Jets two, two years that 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 look similar to the rest of Aaron's career stats. So we'll see. But you know the thing about Zach Wilson is it, it used to be you know, 30 years ago that the, that a rookie quarterback would generally sit for three years, even when they were mm. first round, even 20, before. even 15 years ago. Yeah. That they would, that the idea was, okay, you got a first round pick, but he needs to hold a clipboard for a while before they actually put him in the big game. Mm. And that because of the salary cap that stopped and because colleges were adopting more pro style off offenses and because the NFL was stealing concepts from college, it was decided, well, you know what? There is no way to give up the cap savings of having a possibly top quarterback on a rookie deal. He needs to go play now, now, now. So the, I, but it wasn't that long ago where quarterbacks were given runway to develop. Mm. Um, and Zach Wilson, you know, again, he had, the one excellent year of BYU, at BYU, and besides that, there wasn't really a track record of him being worthy of the two pick. But great pro day. Anyway, he did. He did throw that ball off his mm. off his wrong foot sixty yards to while well, not being rushed and no one covering his receiver. It was that a was cool awesome. throw, though. One of the cooler it's an throws you'll see. Extremely cool pro day throw. No one denies that. Will Levis could never do such a thing. But no. Um, in any case, uh, so Joe I Milton think there though. is a timeline where this does work out for Zach Wilson. It hasn't really happened in a while, but, you know, whatever. It's the Jets. Who cares? Just make the playoffs. It. You haven't made the playoffs in 13 years. Make Have playoffs. fun. I was going to say, how yeah. many teams, because I was going to ask Bob this, how many teams from the East make the playoffs? Because I've got I a think number. Three. I think three. I think three. Yeah, yeah. I think three. same. I think, same. It's, I, think it's the, I think the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins. Make the playoffs. I could see Jets, Bills, Pats, um, and the Dolphins. That's where I'm going. If two is not healthy, I think there's a path where I, the, J- I the don't Dolphins trust. Stink. I don't trust Miami. Yeah, I just you can tell me Miami goes eleven about... and five or four and thirteen, and I would believe both yeah. sides. I, what? I, I'm sorry. There's just not a lot of offensive talent on the Patriots roster. Right there's not now. a but their lot of floor offensive is so talent. high. That defense is going to be good. There, there's not a lot of offensive talent. But and you know this, Bob. I Somebody do. is gonna sneak in mm-hmm. with you I, know, I, I have right above speak. right right above five hundred or right below five hundred. We are still in July. I do not have to care about the <laughs> AFC East yet. I will eventually. You're like I'm not emotionally invested no, in it yet. No, it I, takes I, time. It takes time, doesn't it? I read the training camp reports. I'm doing that. I'm slowly mm. building Atta up stamina. Out of yeah. boy, Bob. Yeah. There you okay. go. Uh, Andrew. Oh, what? <laughs> Do you think, are, are we already here? This is something I'm thinking about with the, the top three. And based on what you saw from Summer League and everything else, I'm curious. Do you think. If you Spurs, say redraft, I will literally. I will leave this podcast. Not a redraft. But do you think the Spurs will end up regretting not oh taking Scoot God. over Wimby? No, no, they will not regret no. it. 
This, no. Okay. Okay. What are you okay. talking about? No. NBA, okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Chase, mm-hmm. I want you. I want you to Ridiculous. look at NBA Twitter, mm-hmm. and I want you to leave. I want you to leave it now. Go. Run away. Never come back. I'm sorry. That's an NBA Twitter ass take, and I'm very wow. upset about it. You should be. It was ridiculous, like, Chase. Like, feel shame. It wasn't shame. a take. It was a question. Like, I'm getting... It was, uh, it was, it a, was a It was a push-pull of a question. <laughs> that, 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 I'm sorry. That question stinks. I think that Scoot question has, could start for the Mets. I think um, Scoot has no... It's a like, DJ there's no Stewart-ass pa- question. I don't think there's <sighs> a path to Scoot busting. Like, I think he's just going to be... No, at, Scoot's going to be great. I think the... Yeah. I think the Hornets are going to regret taking Brandon Miller over Scoot. We've That's fair. For yeah. a while on this pod. They did the great thing of going fit when you're number two in the lottery. It's like, well, how does he fit next to La- uh, LaMelo? Well, it's like LaMelo's pro- injured problem, all the time. Just take Scoot. What are we doing? Prob- Just take Scoot. The problem with... And I think Brandon Miller's going to be a decent pro. Sure. The, the, the problem is, on that roster, where is the fit when you literally have three or four of him on the roster? That's where I'm Brandon's just like Brandon Miller. They have those are just like why? All of why? those teams. Why? I, I do not. I do not get the whole. We're gonna draft. We're gonna get a bunch of because team multiple teams have done this in like in the last 10, 15 years where it's it's referred to as Toronto Raptors Inc. Where gonna, where it's like we're gonna I'm build gonna get, a whole plane out of six nine athletic guys, and it's just like yeah. why. You can you can get away with this at the international level. You can do you can you can do this in Olympic ball, and people are going to be like, eh, okay, fine, whatever. But this whole concept of doing this in the NBA, which we've shown over time, God forbid we bring that up, that it doesn't work, or if it does work, your your ceiling is not like your ceiling is hey congratulations team of six seven to six nine starting lineup it's adorable and cute congratulations on your first round exit in the playoffs because you couldn't develop a jump shooter i'm fine it's fine it's fine i'm still mad about that question that's why i'm kind of going off (laughs) um but no uh i think the whole wimby i think you know look wimby is fine Wimby, wimby is fine uh the guy who I was excited as long as we're we're dabbling in summer league chat. Mm-hmm. Sure, Ch- my man Chet. Oh, Chet Holmgren looked good. Chet, right. Chet Holmgren looked good. I'm I am very fascinated to see what OKC can do with the fact that if we're it's, talking it's, about about teams that are just assembling as many interesting long athletic wings as possible, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes, the mm. for me a. Chet, Jalen Williams, other Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, Shy Gilgis, Alexander starting lineup is oh, very, very interesting. It's like it's like it's like they're my special children. Please do not do not Chet, say anything. You can, they're you can my have special other children. Other Jalen Jalen with a Y Williams is 6'10, 240. If you really need someone to guard a post player, he can do that. You let Chet be a free safety type defending. Shy is the offense. Josh Giddy at what is he six ten is a legit point guard. Yeah. There's a team of guy. That's a team of everyone is six five and up. 
if they get enough shooting and and they're they have so many wings you, you start to forget how many guys they have who they can throw into a game i mean i think case and wallace looked really good in summer league case and wallace looked looked exciting and interesting uh look trey man a kentucky guard performing up on uh, above and beyond his college uh, stats i'm, I'm shocker stunned. yeah shocker they got trey man They've uh, then you're like, oh right, Kenrich Williams is still on that roster, and he's a talented guy. Lou Dort. Oh right, Lou Dort is still on that roster, and he's a fun guy. Oh right, Isaiah Joe is a great floor spacer. Oh yeah. right, like they're gonna have to. But that's what makes of... them so interesting, right? Is like they're gonna they have so many picks. Like they're gonna have to do something to. They are gonna have to do something with all of those picks. Uh, if I were them, you know what I'd do? I'd say name your price, Portland, and go get Damian Lillard. Mm. I okay. So now I like it. The, I like the idea. I would. I wouldn't get Damien now because hmm. no. I, I like the trade, idea, but but I would definitely ten first round picks and still have a surplus. No, absolutely no. I, I'm that's not I'm the right number. I'm not Bobby you. Marks, but they, I know. They <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. I just. I think there may be, and I would argue, and maybe Bob, you're you're ready to go. You're a year ready to we, do it. You're ready to do it now. We're Bruno give me like, blowing. I'm a year give, away from being me, a year away. Give me like two years. Give me like two years to go. And all then I side. might pull the trigger. I'm I'm saying they could pull the trigger now and then still have ammunition left for a second pull of the trigger. They're not look. No one is going to sign to play in Oklahoma City, mm. and free agents don't sign anywhere outright anyway. So, do it. Mm. I mean, just also. I love how Damian Lillard. I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like every time I go on vacation or I go like out of like my residential area for an extended period of time, something in the sports world basically just like goes to absolute crap mm. and something happens and I've been waiting for whatever happens with Damian Lillard for what seems like uh, 75 billion years. We we did this last year with Donovan Mitchell. We I know. But it, when did he get what, traded? September? When did that actually so, happen? It was like early that September, late August, yeah. something. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not. It was not in the traditional stretched. window. Yeah, it stretched out the whole summer. But it's but it's it's become like. very like just just do it. I don't or and it's also I don't care anymore. Yeah. Also, is it going to be an upgrade? I think it's an upgrade if the new primetime NBA ESPN lineup is Doris Doc and Breen. Would that be? I think that's an upgrade. Like I love that's Jeff Van Gundy, but I think that's an upgrade. That is absolutely think, I, an upgrade. I mean. I will always cape for Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah. Nick, Nick's legend, beloved Nick's coach, but uh, I don't think he was a good color commentator. Hmm. He, I don't, I, I enjoyed mean, we're him. Gonna, we're not even going to delve into the Mark Jackson discourse at yeah. this point, but I don't think Jeff was that good. I found it. I found what they, I found their calling of games to be tedious hmm. and, and not insightful. It I think Doris and Doc would be insightful. I think yeah. those two. Sh- two Doc, yeah. Doc had a stint as a play as a color comic. and he was good. And he was with Al Michaels. Yeah. And okay. Al Michaels was miserable. <laughs> Shocker. Al, Al Michaels hated it, but he because I was watching. Oh God, what was it? 
I think it was a finals game. It was a finals game like a few, like about a month, a month or so ago. And they were doing the game, and I was just listening to it, and I'm like, Doc isn't bad. And, like, Al Michaels, like, because I think Al Michaels has said that, like, I enjoyed, you know, working the games with Doc, but I was miserable covering the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Doc is going to be great. I think Doc Look, needs Doris to is, be. Doris is excellent. Breen mm-hmm. is Breen. And if Doc is just capable, that's an upgrade. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, I think you're doing two good commentators awful. instead of just having one like, from this past group. Yeah. ESPN and really Disney deciding that they're a tech platform and so they're cutting everyone who isn't a moneymaker is depressing and sad because a lot of really good people lost their job. Yep. Um, the fact that I may not dig Jeff Van Gundy's color commentary is kind of irrelevant here. I think it's it's a be- it was like the, the ongoing and perpetual stream of layoffs and cutbacks is yeah. just depressing for anyone who cares about sports. But that's a larger that's a different question than whether or not the booth will be slightly better. I do think it will be um, for what it's worth. We, but I, you know, I think that's something we, and let me also say Doris. And I think about. Jeff would have been the best with Breen. I think if you got Doris, Jeff and Breen, I think that would have been the perfect, uh, perfect group. But as you're saying, Andrew, I think they should have had, they should have brought in Avery Johnson. And just so we can get here is thick Cajun draw the entire time. Here's here. You know, Probably I actually like, Lydon. like, Avery Johnson and oh gosh, and uh, Benny Del Tom Negro? McCarthy. Mm. No, Avery Avery Johnson, Tom McCarthy doing the first four games. Like, they're probably like one of my favorite duos in. March. I'm not kidding about Avery Johnson. That's not a joke. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Although it either. is one like, of my favorite. It's one of my favorite random tweets, which is just Avery Johnson voice in brackets. Greta Gerwig's little women. <laughs> That's the tweet. My Cajun oh accent God. is terrible. I apologize. I forgot for Greta Gerwig did Little Women. Greta Gerwig's <laughs> but but women. but now I I just can't think about all I can think about is Bob Odenkirk going, my little women, and you're just like, of course, because yeah, thanks. We knew that line was co- like even if you hadn't seen the movie, you just knew that that line. Uh, a, a punerific line like that was coming in the mm-hmm. movie. You're just like, and yep, mm. circle gets the square. Bobby, what's your pick of the week this week? I am enjoying a watch of the unfortunately canceled uh, HBO show Perry Mason. Ooh, yes, I would never really? have pegged you as a Perry Mason guy. Yeah, it's it. How is it? It's it's not. It is not prestige TV. Yeah. But it is very, you know, it's set in the Great Depression before he became TV character 1950s. Raymond Burr played lawyer Perry Mason. And it starts with his origins as a uh, real uh, a dirtbag private investigator. And so you explore, it's 1930s Los Angeles. So you get a lot of cool film noir stuts, like shots, and everything is brown and black and blue and green. Yes. Uh, there, there are no other colors in their palette. Uh, but it's, it is a well-made, eight episode long. There are only two seasons, but it is an eight episode arc that you know ends in a trial, and it's a it's a murder mystery, and it's well done and capable. And Matthew Rees plays Perry Mason, and he's a lot of fun and pretty to look at. It's doesn't require a great deal of thinking, so uh, but it's uh, it's delightful. I, I thought it was Jason Clark that played. No, 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 no. The guy Matthew from the Americans Reeves. is that the guy from the Americans? Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, Matthew Reese and Jason Clark look alike. So, mm. who's Jason no. Clark? Jason no. Clark. Uh, oh god. The, uh, oh. The, yeah, the Australian. They don't. Okay. No, they don't. That's okay. Hmm. Uh, Andrew. Also, also appearances yeah. by John Lithgow and yes. uh, and and Sean Astin are, are some of the guest stars who make frequent appearances. Thank you. Yeah, Andrew. And, and, and everyone's oh, favorite, Shea Wiggum. Shea mm-hmm. Wiggum is in it. Who doesn't enjoy some Shea Wiggum time? Shea Wiggum. Who's Shea Wiggum? He's a that guy character actor. You will recognize him the moment you Google his face. Oh, yes. I know Shea Wiggum. Tallahassee. Speaking of which, I also want to say something. I saw a couple of blockbuster movies recently, much, 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 much after the fact, and they're all terrible. And so, which ones? John Wick Four. Okay. Oh. Didn't see it. Yeah, John Wick Four, and also Uh the new Top Gun. I finally saw. Also terrible. Oh, you're gonna. My dad was a fan of uh, your work up until this point, Bob. Yeah, Bob. 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 What? What are you doing? Tom Cruise is incapable of of making a movie that it does not boil down to will Tom Cruise die of a workplace (laughs) accident. That is, and that's why we come back. It's. I'm sorry, but the movie is just ridiculous. The original Top Gun did not have what you would call an Ibsen-like intricate plot structure, but. It at least made mostly sense. Did any did, did, did any big movie plot in the eighties? No, just no, get over is, yourself. But the new one is worse. It insists upon itself. I, That's what it you're does. basically telling me. It does. That's right. I'm the Peter Griffin of this meme, and it's. I'm sorry. I found it awful. And the new John Wick also. I was just like, eh. it's like it. It just got. It just dragged on and on. It needed an editor, and it was just. I found and all and also made. I know John Wick movies are not built upon like a platonic structure Hell of no. drama, but it just got exhausting. I was exhausted by it, and the fights were. It was like okay, I've seen all these cool fights before. It's fine. It's whatever. It's like, and and somehow John Wick, over the course of this of these four movies, has turned into basically an idiot savant, where he could where he just sort of gro- he is a. He is an empty husk who can't ever say anything more than, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Like, um, in the first movie, he was a human being with a personality. By the end, he's just well, a to be fair, to be fair, to, to be fair, in defense of John Wick, spoiler, spoiler alert, Okay, everyone his lady dies, dog dies yeah i get that but he's not it's not like he's he's dealing with trauma and expressing grief he just literally he is at by the end of the movie he's nearly just he is nearly catatonic the entire movie i don't know if that's keanu reeves phoning it in i I have a question making all this money but did you watch did you watch john wick four in a public forum in a public no No, no, because I would have just like two hours into the movie after, you know, he goes like I would have won from, from, from point A to point B, wherever the, the destination is. I can just imagine. you. Just, oh, gosh, like you just in the movie theater, just also, absolutely just stop stealing it. from other better movies. Come up with your own ideas. The woman, the the woman announced like telling all of the Parisian. Oh yeah, out of the warriors. Yeah, that's a like st- you're not making a reference to the warriors. You're stealing from the warriors. 
That's stealing. Or, or heavily influenced. No, that, I'm sorry. That's just stealing. That's that's intellectual property theft. I'm sorry. That was so shameful. There's something aligned about plagiarism and theft, and I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. It's a Picasso quote. All like yeah. Still no, but, funny, very hilarious. <sighs> all artists borrow, great artists steal. Yeah, that's the the, the possibly apocryphal Picasso quote. Yeah. But I'm sorry, that was bad. Made me feel angry. In any case, that my pick of the week is the new Perry Mason. <laughs> See, Joyride. It'll make you laugh. But I will say the Joyride take I have, it's a good movie. I am an anti-trailer person. Because trailers have gotten so outrageous with how much they spoil these movies to get people in the door that they do three minutes of they especially comedies you can't do trailers because they burn so jokes. many great jokes in the trailer <laughs> and then they come out and you're like that was funny but I've seen this so it's like that is funny but I laugh when I saw the trailer and it's a good movie I hope like people go see it but like that was something that well, we, my it? wife and I came out huh who's in it. Uh, the woman from Beef, uh, the second friend. Oh, oh, I know, I know, true. Wait, um, I don't remember her Joyride? name. Joyride? Is that yes. what it's called? Yes. Is that a horror movie? No, it's a comedy. Um, because it's like the high school comedy, like they basically start like a fight club. No. Okay. No, it's a woman who uh, goes with her friends to uh, on a business trip to uh, China, and then she. Um, is adopted. Her and her best friend grow oh, up. Oh, okay. I remember. I know to what go you're see your about. real yeah. mom. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're I talking like. about. Yeah, um, I've heard that was actually a pretty decent movie. It's good, and there's a heartfelt moment at the end that I didn't think they'd be able to land. That they land exceptionally well, way more than they have tears. any business doing in a comedy. It movie. had you in tears. Like I'm not kidding. Very close to tears. My wife and I were. I mean, just there is a five-minute stretch in this movie that you are going to be moved, to, and you're just like, wow, I to, cannot to believe clear, they landed the plane here. I just want to make it clear to all the Chase Thomas podcast fans out there that I, I am not Barbenheimering this weekend. I'm not doing that. I'm not either. Coward. Coward. I, 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 I We're have, just too I, contrarian. I'm just I like, no. I have read some, some angry leftist reviews of, of the Barbie movie, and, and now I don't need to see it. And I'm I not thought that new. was from, what do you mean, Ben Shapiro is a leftist now? No, no, I, I, I'll, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the real pure uncut stuff later. But, okay. Uh, I, 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 something I, about I, Barbie and capitalism, fine, okay. And I'm, not, and I'm not, I'm not a Nolan fan. I just, oh, you've lost me. I think you've so you've told me this before. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure if Chase is. Yeah, I'm um, just not. I find him. I'm. I'm. I'm going. Say, I really tomorrow, actually though. do think like he insists upon himself. Christopher Nolan, like, Tenant, yes, Tenant, yeah. absolutely. Like Tenant, uh, you know, like the Prestige was fun. The Batman movies are comic book movies. The you know, that's it for me for Nolan. And and you know. Inception was just again. I find it exhausting and. I wasn't the biggest Inception guy, uh, but all the Dark Knight movies are great. I, but then again, uh, I hate pretty much every Leonardo DiCaprio movie. What? Wow. This is. Yeah. I so you so so I, so you're gonna, unsettling. You you aren't yeah. gonna watch Killers of the Flower Moon. No. Catch me if you can. You, you didn't enjoy Catch Me If You Can. That was fun. Catch Me yeah. If You Can was fun. Uh, I, the, my favorite. Leonardo DiCaprio movie is The Revenant because he's getting oh. tortured. <laughs> wow. Oh my. I, and, and my point is, okay, that's good. Wow. You're like, you know what? 
not bad as he's getting like mauled by a bear. Yeah, that to me is a good movie. Wolf of Wall Street's good, but it's one no. that's so yeah, long, Wolf I would never watch Street it again. I, I, I do not understand that. I, I understand that Scorsese likes to work with actors who he, with whom he feels comfortable and he builds long-standing relationships with. He basically builds his own theatrical troupe. And for years, it was giants like De Niro and Harvey mm. Keitel and Joe Pesci. And I feel like he's daring himself to continue to make movies while casting like this gerbil-faced little pud in Leonardo DiCaprio. Purple-faced little pud. Bob is unleashing all My kinds God. of film takes right I now. Did, I, I, there is no point. Okay. I, when Leonardo DiCaprio is on screen, I never, ever get the sense that he is actually enjoying what he's doing. He is a... He is immiserating which is why I think The Revenant is the most pure expression of his acting ethos. Mm. That's what he wants. He wants to be a misery. Like, even a movie like Wolf of Wall Street, that should have been fun. It should have been fun to watch these criminals mm. break the law and you ho exploit holes in the financial system to enrich themselves. Like, in Goodfellas, like, Henry Hill has fun doing that. Ray Liotta has fun. De Niro has fun. They are enjoying themselves. They are imbuing their performances with a sense of joy. Joe and Pesci doesn't mean is having Joe, fun. Joe Pesci's having a good fucking <laughs> It's almost kind of like Joe, but... Right, and that doesn't mean they have to be happy or dancing around. When I say joy, I mean there is a joyfulness and purpose to the performance that they are giving. And that can be whether they are immiserated, angry, happy sad, bored, whatever. You can sense that in an actor. And I never get that from Leonardo DiCaprio, even in like Django Reinhardt, which was a point, which was a part that was specifically designed for him to be having fun in playing the utterly reprehensible, you know, tobacco stained slave trader. Like he is the villain. Playing the villain is supposed to be fun. I thought he actually, I knew I, I, I got a, I think Push he back. actually like, I Push think back. that there is some joy and there is some, like, there was some passion there. So... I just, I find his performances un, like, just I, but, but, but I will say this, there was, like, a reason. build. Like, you knew this guy, he was supposed to be the big bad. But yes. there is a build to the madness. Hmm. And I think he did a really good job of it. But... You're you're hoping as as most Quentin Tarantino movies are. I, I, there's always yeah. a slow build to the big bad. To the big to the big Grand Guignol finale, which yeah. bloody shit. Yeah, I I just want Martin Scorsese. If you're watching, there are better actors than Leonardo DiCaprio that you can cast to carry your movie. You do not need his star power in order to get this made. Clearly, please, please, someone else. Wow. Okay, Andrew, how are you going to top this week? pick of the week? How are you going to uh, top I'm going this? Full bar well, I'm going full Barbieheimer. <laughs> oh, um, okay. But I, and I've, you know, I feel like this is Reddit now. So mm -hmm. I've got to, like, ask the question, am I the, you know, blank. Uh, I'm going Barbie first, then Oppenheimer second. Okay. Am I a sicko? No. Thank you. Um, Gosling yeah. only makes bangers. What? Ryan Gosling only makes bangers. Like, find me a bad yeah. Ryan Gosling movie. 
the, the nice man. guys is maybe the most so, underrated buddy okay. cop movie of all time like so apparently Place beyond the pines is, is banger he and margot robbie are <clears throat> excuse me he and margot robbie are going uh are pairing up again for the oceans prequel oh we don't need that it's fine do we need that i want i want sure why not I've, i okay. i i I want the, you know, I want the sequel to uh, the other guys. I would do yeah, that. Or movie. the nice guys, you mean? The nice guys, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice I would. Or the that other should guys. be priority also one. Also a funny movie. It's one of the funniest movies ever made. Yes. Great dialogue. But yeah, it's no, the, fantastic the, casting. The nice everything. guys, the, the nice guys is, I would argue, one of the more underrated movies in the last 15 years. Yes. Like... Where I wish they made more put, movies like that. The, it's where, just, we, where we put all of these different movies on a certain pedestal or whatever. Mm. Put that movie up there. Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Ryan Gosling, the two best working actors the last 20 years. Mm, no, but that's... Ooh, okay. yeah, no, I don't know. No, but that's okay. Yeah. Prisoners, Nightcrawler? No, we're not. We're not. We're not doing no. it? No, no, we're not doing this. Sir. No. No? Okay. No. I like it. Bobby, do you have anything in uh, the Daily Beast this Nothing week? Nothing to plug at this moment. Some stuff should be coming soon, though. Mm. Andrew. Yeah, nothing to plug. Well, AL.com. Go subscribe today if yes. you have not already. And subscribe to the Daily Beast. Go support uh, both journalistic sites if you have not already. Sign up. It's cheap. It's good. It's good quant. It's, I was going to, I just combined quality and content. It's good quant. It's good quant. <laughs> Everyone's saying content, <laughs> which is kind of redundant if I'm going to say quality content. But uh, Bobby Silverman, Andrew Hammond, always a pleasure. And I will talk to you all next week. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.